like you might suck on camera. I think that's like the, one of the most common things, one of the barriers that I see of people not getting started is they're, they have fear that they're going to suck or they're not comfortable. Yeah, exactly. And just embrace that. Yeah. You are going to suck. I sucked at first. I still suck sometimes. Like <laughs> yeah. that's okay. Like were you, if you're an SDR, AE or BDR or whatever, like, were you fantastic at cold calls on day one? No. Yep. yep. Absolutely. You have good days and you have bad days, you know? Um, but the, the thing is, is like, nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody's looking nobody for cares. perfect. Hey everyone, George Soto here, and you're watching Demo Diaries. Today I'm joined by Colin Mitchell, who is, well, you, first of all, you're a serial entrepreneur. You're currently CRO at SalesCast, also the host of the Sales Hustle podcast. And I know you got a lot of other things going on. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm excited. Absolutely. Well, like I am, I was a little nervous last night, which I don't generally get nervous because I was like, <laughs> Colin's an expert at podcasts. I better not screw this up. <laughs> oh man, I'm not an expert. You know, I, I've, I've made plenty of mistakes. Uh, you know, I learn by trial and error, which is kind of um, what I do with everything, you know, I, I really sucked when I first started podcasting, to be honest. And, and until my wife told me, she's like, yeah, you're not a very good listener. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm a great interviewer. And, uh, she gave me that really good feedback early on and, and, and at the right time from the right person. Um, mm. and it really helped me just kind of level up my skills of, asking better questions. It's all about listening, man. You yeah. know, um, I've been on a lot of podcasts and some are good, some are not so good, but you know, just like in sales, right. When you're with a prospect, they know how you make them feel right. They remember that. And if you make them feel good by the fact that you're actually listening and asking good questions, based on what they've said or going deeper, or, you know, maybe you skip something that's important that shows that you're not really caring too much. And it's the same with podcasting. Yeah. You know, that really strikes a, a nerve for me uh, internally because like, I'm always struggling between a couple of things. I do like this, this is basically my gig, uh, you know, nine, 10 hours a day between yeah. doing them and then organizing and pre and post-production. And I'm, you know, you know, kind of running through questions all day. And sometimes I feel mechanical. I'm like, Oh, I send you the questions. And it's like, okay, I got to get this done in 20 minutes. Cause I promised 20 minutes. Right. Yeah. I don't want to go 45 minutes. And, uh, and so I'm just like, okay, tell me this, tell me that, you know, I'm reading the question. I got the questions here at the corner and sometimes yeah. I'm like, man, I'm just, I feel so mechanical, but I know that we got to get through the questions, any tips that you found? Yeah, I'll give you, I'll you know? give you a great, I'll give you a great tip right now. Ditch the questions, just freestyle, man. You know, just, uh, I used to do questions and I used to kind of overthink it a lot mm -hmm. and like plan it out. What are we going to talk about here? And it felt very forced. Like, mm -hmm. Hey, I got to go here. I got to cover that. And then I felt a little bit uh, pissed off if I missed something like, oh, I really wanted to talk about that. But, you know, we can't just sit around and talk all day. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've just intentionally not prepared. I've, inter I've interviewed ooh, 250 people mm -hmm. and I intentionally, and some people don't like it. 
you yeah. know, some people come on and they want to know what we're going to talk about. And that's just not my style. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I intentionally do no preparation mm-hmm. like, Hey, we're going to hop on. We kind of have a general idea a few minutes before. What do you love talking about? What are you fired up about? What pisses you off right now? Let's spend mm-hmm. some time there. Let's see where it goes. And, and I found that you just get a little bit more free flowing, authentic conversation, mm-hmm. uh, especially because if I found if people have too much time to prepare about what they're going to talk about. Um, then they kind of have that pre planned response. Mm-hmm. And I want the real honest, authentic stuff where yeah. I got, you know, I'm not going to throw somebody off guard and throw them a total curveball. Yeah. You know, what's your um, political affiliation? Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, man. Um, and I also just tell people like, Hey, I'm totally cool with talking about stuff that I agree with. I'm totally cool talking about stuff. I don't agree with mm-hmm. main thing is like, let's just have fun. Gotcha. Awesome. Well, you know, of course, we we talk a lot about demos here. I know you interviewed uh, Evan Patterson on our team. So thank you so much. He's Evan's awesome. Shout out to Evan. He's such a great guy. And, you know, his whole focus is being a senior BDR, as you know, on social. Right. Yeah. But uh, but of course, we we care a lot about you know, being able to create uh, influencers out of our sales reps and other stakeholders within the company. If you're like a sales rep today or professional, you know, AE, let's say, or even an SDR, like yeah. what, what should you be focused on? Like, how do you kick ass now in 2021? Yeah, I love that question. Um, and I, I, you might think I'm a little biased, but uh, start a podcast. Yeah. I mean, it's great to see a lot of thought leaders and executive leadership and people like yourself with a show, but why can't the SDR have a show? Why can't the BDR have a show? Why can't the AE have a show? And that's, you know, that's what we obviously do at SalesCast, right? So I'm a firm believer that like, you don't need to be in the executive leadership to have a show. You don't need to be, you know, a content creator guru, like anybody and everybody can have a show. And I'll tell you why. Um, because it's the best way to build some really meaningful relationships with the types of people you want to do business with. Um, you know, I care less about downloads and followers and likes and comments. That stuff doesn't matter to me as much. I've interviewed over a, I've interviewed over 250 people that I have a very meaningful relationship with. I know them on a level that I would never accomplish through a sales discovery call. Right. And so, you know, we, that's why we call ourselves sales cast, right? So it's kind of the play on like sales and podcast. So it's a sales cast and basically you can build relationships with people. Now you got to do it right because it can't feel like a sleazy car salesman Mm -hmm. where, Hey, I invited you on my show only because I want to sell you something because mm-hmm. yeah, that's trying just to pitch you. Hey, do you want a demo at the end? Right. Yeah. And I've actually had that done to me before. Mm. Um, and it felt horrible. It felt like I had to take a shower after, mm-hmm. you know, um, where he invited me on. It was like rapid 15 minutes of question. And then he tried to sell me some high ticket consulting thing, uh, like literally right after we recorded. And I was like, that was horrible. But mm-hmm. the interesting thing is, is when that happened, I said, this is actually not a terrible idea. It was just not executed properly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. So if you ask people on that, you're actually, you know, interested in learning more about, or you're actually curious on getting to know or excited to create a piece of content together, 
That's with a proper intention. Now, if you're strategic about the types of people, and then you add some tremendous amount of value to them, at some point, it's going to make sense to do business together. Mm -hmm. Now, you definitely got to ask for that. And there's some tricks and things that you can do to kind of have your guests get into your world or get into your, you know, sales pipeline, you know, offer them something that, you know, somebody that's not a guest wouldn't get, you know, whether that's an extended trial on your product, whether that's some free version of what you do, whether that's some, you know, um, really high value resource that it's exclusive for guests only, you know, go outside of your way to get those people together. There's tons of things that you can do. Awesome. What, how do you know, like what content to focus on? And, you know, we're salespeople, right? Like me, I'm an artist. So like I play guitar, you might see my guitars back there. And yeah. so like, I had some experience with like production work and things like that. Right. I was the like 12 year old kid playing Nirvana at the, at the County fair. Uh, so, you know, I, I did those things, but like most of us, you know, we don't have that. Right. So like as a salesperson and particularly, you know, when you're having to kind of figure this out on your own marketing has a list of, you know, a thousand things they need to focus on. How do you figure out, you know, what do I do in terms of content? What's my cadence? What are my tools? Yeah. You know, how do I distribute it? How do I get buy-in from marketing to let me do it? Yeah. Well, number one, you shouldn't need to get buy-in from marketing. Like if you're in sales and you want to create content and you want to do something, you know, to elevate the results of your prospecting or building relationships with people, like why, why do you, why should you have to get approval from marketing? Like that's you, that's your brand, that's your social profile, like that's your real estate. So what you do should be, you know, you should have some autonomy around that. And if you don't, you might want to consider going somewhere else. Number one. Uh, number two, like it doesn't have to be so difficult. Like, okay. The simple answer is yeah. Hire somebody like us. We've made it super affordable so that, you know, even an SDR just getting started could afford somebody like us. Okay. And we've been very intentional about that because we wanted to make it available to anybody, not just entrepreneurs, not just, you know, you know, people that are in the executive leadership, but anybody. And so, but also we give a ton of stuff away for free too. Like I'll just give you, like, if you wanted to, if you're an SDR, if you're a BDR, if you're an AE and you're like, I want to start creating content, I want to invest in my personal brand and my social profile. And I want to start targeting the types of people that I want to do business with um, and use that process. There's a very easy way that you could do it to minimize the editing. Now it's not going to be the best post-production, but it's going to be good enough. And the most important metric <clears throat> is how many relationships are you building with the types of people that you can do business with? And so an easy hack is, you know, you can, you can go and maybe you have a friend that's creative. Maybe there's somebody on the marketing team that could help you. Maybe you go to Fiverr or Upwork and get somebody to help you out. You need an intro and you need an outro. Those are crucial and you need them on video, you know, music, visual, you need those two pieces. You can use something like StreamYard, which mm -hmm. is going to minimize the post-production um, work, right? And what I mean by that is uh, I think we're live, right? Are we doing this live? Yeah, we're doing it live. Right? Well, no, we're not live. Sorry. Yeah. It's uh, going to be live yeah. later through like Restream or something like that. Yeah. Well, we'll put it on YouTube and uh, and then okay. we'll use it as assets. I'll chop it up into snippets as well. And then yeah. it goes on Spotify. Okay. So you can, um, so you need an intro and an outro, you need a name. <clears throat> so many people, 
so many people spend so much time on trying to pick a name. They think it's got to be the perfect name. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter that much. And if you hate it, you can change it later. Not a big deal. All right. So get a name, get the show artwork created for your card. You need an intro and your outro. You can go, you know, get a freelancer, you know, find a friend, maybe marketing will help you. Those are all ways to get those things done. Right. Uh, and then you need something like StreamYard. And if you don't have LinkedIn Live, that's fine. You can still use StreamYard. And the reason that I like StreamYard is, you know, if you're just really trying to do it yourself and you don't have a budget, what you can do is you can hop on like we did. You do your intro of who you're going to be talking to, and then you can play the intro to your show, which is like a, you know, short, maybe 15, 20 second clip, right? You have your conversation with the person and then you play your outro, which is another maybe 15, 20 second clip right? And, you know, if you need some budget, maybe the company you work for will be a sponsor for your show and help kind of fund that, you know, which they should do if, if, and especially if you're doing most of the work yourself, you know, uh, to just, you know, cover maybe some minimal cost should be fairly easy for you to, to make a case for that. All right. But if not, you're not going to be spending a ton of money. Okay. So then you play your outro at the end of your conversation. And then when you're done, there's no editing. Like you can literally go in there, pull down the audio file. It's done. Your intro and outro are already on there. Post it to the podcast platform. You can use something like anchor.fm, which mm-hmm. is free. Uh, I personally would recommend Simplecast. That's what we use for all of our clients. Mm-hmm. Um, they have really good analytics, but the feature that I love the most about them, especially for somebody who doesn't want to do a ton of editing is you can create social, uh, you can create short clips, you know, 10, 20 second, 30 mm, minute short snippets. clips. Yeah. So they have yeah. an audiogram feature built in, you know, so that you're not doing a bunch of uh, editing work. Okay. So that's why I'd recommend Simplecast. I think their basic plan is maybe 15 bucks a month. Nice. All right. And so then uh, put it up on YouTube because you have your full video. Um, you know, grab some clips and give them to your guests so that they can share them, you know, something for them, you know, shining a light on them, something where they said something really smart or interesting. Uh, and there you go. Like that's, that's the playbook for you to start a podcast on your own, low budget, do it yourself. It's not going to be the best, amazing, you know, content out there, but it's going to be good enough. Okay. Um, and then if you, you know, if you have budget, yeah. Yeah. If, if you have budget, you know, you can hire somebody like us or somebody similar to us. Um, and, and there you go. There's the options. There's no excuses why any SDR, BDR, AE cannot start their own show. Awesome. Well, folks out there, well, I'm, let me just take, take a step back and say I'm 100% in support with, the, with that idea, of course. I know there's some old school sales leaders who might push back and, you know, get wrapped around this idea of like, calls and, you know, emails and blah, 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 and all that. But to you folks out there, you got to adapt, right? This is 2021. There's a different motion out there that we're having to adapt. So, you know, so hopefully those leaders out there can, can really get with the program. Colin, if you were to think about- I'll just, I'll just throw this out there. Anybody who gets pushback from a leader, let me know. And I will have a conversation with their leader. I mean, I'm totally down for a good debate, you know, on why this is a great idea. You know, I'll just throw that out there. And, and we should also call out Evan too. I think Evan should has, have his own show. <laughs> well, you know what, actually, is it today? Let me, I got to check my schedule. I think I have a LinkedIn live show 
yeah, tonight we have a LinkedIn Live at 6 p.m. with Evan on the future of the SDR in a product-led world. And so actually we have something um, that we're trying to put together a show for him. I just needed to get the creative, but you'll see that. So absolutely, he needs a show. And And, and Yeah, 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 go ahead. No, no, go for it, go for it. So so one other thing is... um, also, another way to do it too it, for the leaders that are like, oh, I don't know, and they, you know, maybe they're the micromanage, want to control everything. Well, you can just create one show and have your top, your top reps or people who've earned it or people who are hitting quota or whatever you know, red tape you want to create for them to have a show. Um, you can have multiple people as co-hosts, mm-hmm. right? So maybe it's a five day a week show and you have five people and each of them have a different day. So there's a lot of different ways you can go about this, depending on, you know, what your leadership is good with or not good with, or, you know, if you want to do it on your own, do it on your free time. then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we have a show right now. I'm, I'm just, I'm so happy to hear you say these things because I'm sitting here going, yeah, we're doing that. Yeah, we need, well, we need to do that. So thank you for that. We have something right now that's on LinkedIn Live and we do use StreamYard. So shout out to those folks who are now part of Hopin. And uh, and we have this thing called a show called uh, AE, hashtag AE Life. And Mm -hmm. so as soon as AEs jump on and they're comfortable, I get them on and we talk about one sales strategy or tactic or or best practice that they're passionate about. And that also gets them like warmed up. They always say the same thing. I suck. I can't talk in public, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. on camera, I should say. And I'm like, not true, not true, not true. Let's well, do it, it and I'll show it you. It might be true. It might be true, but that's okay. Yeah, That's okay. Like you might suck on camera. I think that's like the, one of the most common things, one of the barriers that I see of people not getting started is they're, they have fear that they're going to suck or they're not comfortable. Yeah, exactly. And just embrace that. Yeah, you are going to suck. I sucked at first. I still suck sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's okay. Like, were you, if you're an SDR, AE or BDR or whatever, like, were you fantastic at cold calls on day one? No. Yep. yep. Absolutely. You have good days and you have bad days, you know? Um, but the the thing is, is like, nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody's looking nobody for cares. perfect. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I, I, that definitely touches me because I'm sitting there going, Oh, I didn't pronounce that word. I got to go and like cut it out and then all that. I'm like, nobody cares. Like I've seen like incredible, very famous people I've interviewed and they're like stuttering and, you know, and just using yeah. filler words and, and people don't care. They just like, Oh yeah. So. Even some, even some of the like top podcasts that are out there today, Sometimes the audio quality sucks. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And people don't care, man. If it's real, you know, authentic, interesting, entertaining, you know, you just being you content, mm-hmm. that's what people want to see. <laughs> when it's like so good, it's perfect. Like yeah. it doesn't even seem real. Yep. Totally. Well, you know, speaking of like performance, let's talk a little bit about the demo because, you know, of course that's, we, we love that. And that's the name of the show, you know, so I always like to try to add a little bit about the demo. Yeah. What tips would you give folks like, well, let me take a step back. Like what, what does a shitty demo look like in your opinion, having been a sales professional, of course, like yeah. now a, a revenue leader? Yeah. I mean, so I, I, I still 
I, I run two companies today, right? So I have a unified communications company and we Monster like- Monster VoIP, right? Yeah. And so yeah. we used to do a demo probably like most people, you know, and then, um, but, you know, we had it more customized. Like we would, we would cover things that were specific that we found out in discovery. We would skip things that we knew weren't relevant, right? So it was, you know, it was somewhat custom. And then we kind of just ditched the demo and we're like, we're not going to do a demo. We're just going to let them get into the product, set it up for them exactly how we know that we need them. They are going to use it and need it based on what we learned in discovery and then let the product sell itself. And, and what happened was we started to convert so many more deals when we took that stance, kind of like the, 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 you know, free trial test drive, whatever. The whole product um, led. Yep. Yeah. And so we, and we, you know, we still, we still have some challenges with that funnel a little bit. Like uh, we get a lot of people that sign up um, and we still get a pr- like we still get some challenges with the show rate, but for the people that actually show up to that initial meeting for us to build out the product to their needs and we don't ask them for any money, you know, they can try it out for, for, for two weeks. You know, we give them lots of resources um, we set it up, you know, custom to their needs, uh, all of that. There's no restrictions. They have full use of the product. Um, for the people that actually show up, uh, typically around 50 to 60% of those sign up and become paying customers. Mm. Okay. So now I'll switch gears a little bit, right? So back to SalesCast, uh, where we, you know, manage podcasts for people and then we also um, get people booked on high quality shows. So those are kind of our two core services. Um, most of our customers, it, actually all, have either been a guest on our show or a show from somebody that is in our, you know, in our, uh, our network, right? So every single customer that we have has either been on one of our shows or was on a show of one of our clients. So basically through their experience of coming on our show or going on a show that we produce, that's basically the marketing or that's basically the proof of concept that gets them to the point where they're ready to become, you know, customers of ours. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. I had a quick question. You know, I know you've talked to 250, I think you said revenue professionals and, um, and you know, if you were to think about like what the top 1%, I know you actually had a show on this as well. uh, What the top 1% of sales pros do that everyone else doesn't, if you were to dive deep into that, what's, Mm -hmm. you know, one or two things that you've been able to, to pull out that maybe folks can implement like tomorrow to drive results. Yeah. I mean, man, it's, it's really hard to pick like one thing, but there's like kind of a, a general theme, right? Is the top, the top sellers and sales leaders um, are focusing more on their prospects, more on their potential customers than themselves, right? They're, they're putting the focus on them, like, and they really understand them. They understand the persona. They understand the role. They understand the challenges. And every talk track that they have is focusing on that rather than making it more about themselves or their product or their features or their awards or their accolades or all of that other crap that nobody gives a crap about. 
So that's kind of the general theme, but also, you know, <clears throat> the best sellers that I've trained that I know that I talk to, they're just genuinely curious people, right? Which leads them to go deep and wide in, in a deal and, and leads them to ask questions that nobody else is willing to ask or is scared to ask, or doesn't think of asking. Um, and they also sell with their ears, right? They listen more than they talk. That's a big one. Mm -hmm you know, and, and there's data out there and there's reports out there that like people who listen more than they talk in those, you know, sales conversations win more deals. Mm. Awesome. Colin, thank you so much for taking the time to chat today. This was awesome. And it's, it's interesting that when I talk to experts like yourself who are, very well versed in you know audiovisual and do do shows themselves. I, I always get this like different energy. So I really appreciate it. You've invigorated invigorated me here today. If uh, if folks wanted to follow you on social media, learn more about Salescast, or perhaps maybe be on the show, uh, what are some good social media handles or URLs to reach you? Yeah, so I can send you some stuff there to drop in the show notes. But the best thing. All the podcast platforms, Sales Hustle. Um, you know, we drop three episodes a week, um, and we're keeping it super tactical. And then, you know, salescast.co if you're interested in starting a podcast or interested in getting on high quality shows, uh, you can learn everything you need there. We also offer a free strategy session. So 45 minutes, we'll give you all of our best ideas and what we would do um, if we were to manage a show and you would have, you know, learn a ton in that call, which is ultimately all our goal is. Awesome. Colin, virtual hug. I know you're a mindfulness guy too. I, yeah. uh, I, I, I picked up meditation in a, in a real way about two years ago. And, um, you know, and it d definitely makes a difference. We got to go in, right? So yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that. Maybe we'll do another episode on meditation and sales or, <laughs> or mindfulness. Oh yeah. Mindset, mindfulness. I'd love to to, to riff on that for a while. So. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm doing uh, Carol, <laughs> a thing with Carol Mahoney. I don't know if you know Carol. Uh, what's uh, uh, I forgot the name of her business, but she's a you know, New England based sales consulting mm. coach. We're doing a you know, event, a virtual event on May 11th on mental health. And, oh, nice. Uh, yeah. And the impact and importance of it in, in, especially in our career in sales where, you know, we're, we're, uh, running and gunning all the time. So, oh yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing to see people talking about these stuff that things like that, that have been topics that have been avoided for so long. Totally. Well, dude, great to see you. Thank you so much for being on the show and uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk soon. Hopefully. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye.